Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Spit or Swallow with your favorite host, House of Chocolate. Thanks for all the DMs, for the likes, the comments, for listening, for subscribing. Um, I love you guys. Not really, but see, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I do love you. I do love you. Not the thirsty guys in my DMs, but the rest of you. Yeah. <laughs> um... Yes, yeah, so today, today, today is, as usual, a special day. And I'm here with a very special person, Ed. Hi. Hi, thank you for coming. Welcome to the podcast. And we're, we're having a casual conversation today, but it's centering around age gaps when it comes to sex and dating. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's has always kind of been a controversial topic in Nigeria. I feel like there's a lot of pretense around it. I I feel like... I don't even want to say men in general. I mean, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. But yeah, just, you know, age gaps in general. And I think that a lot of Nigerian men are pedophiles. We'll also get into that. <laughs> um, but before we get into it, spits or swallow it? I'm uh, more of a spit person. More mm. just because, you know, I'd like fluids to stay outside the body. Or <laughs> <laughs> Really? Well, I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. Like, I like to see them come out. Mm. I don't get to see them if they go in, so. Ah, I see. I mean, makes sense, makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So yeah, let's get into the topic. Um, what do you feel about age gaps in um, general? So I've, I've actually, I have like very strong feelings about this. And mm-hmm. I guess over the last, let's say five to 10 years, um, social justice has kind of warped the conversation into a very like black or white situation where, if you are an older man dating a younger woman, you're a pedophile. Mm-hmm. If you're a younger babe who likes older men, you have some kind of unprocessed trauma. That oh, is, that issues, that, yeah, yeah, or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like, it's become very political. But I kind of agree with the fact that people should date within a certain age bracket, but not for the reasons most people think. Mm-hmm. Um, I am of the opinion that you should should at most date somebody who is either five years older or five years younger if you're going to go outside of your immediate age bracket. Mm. And at the very worst, if you have to do it, eight years. Mm. Uh, and the reason why I say five to eight years mm-hmm. is that culturally, the um, culture, like the things that shape a person's identity mm-hmm. usually happen in their adolescence, so age 13 to 18. Mm-hmm. And... If you're not part of that age group, it's very hard for you to really understand a lot of the social cues, which is what's happening with Gen Z and millennials where, you know, they're saying it's giving and we were like, giving what? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's giving, no, please. I'm still, I mean, millennials, I I don't know about you, but like, it's giving, it's giving. I'm old, old, like I'm old, like I am anti It's giving 30 plus. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, there, there, there are a lot of cultural I guess, mismatches that Mm -hmm. happen. Mm -hmm. And because of that, um, I guess the first problem I have with dating above eight years or eight years older or eight years younger Mm -hmm. is that you significantly have to go outside of the routine of your life Mm -hmm. to meet somebody younger or meet somebody Mm -hmm. older. Mm 
And <laughs> you just made me remember <laughs> the thing you said about the older guy at a Santi concert. <laughs> yeah, like you see, like you see some, you go to a Santi concert and you see the young girls going, Oh, Santi, love you. And it's some 33 year old with his drink standing in the back, just like kicking rocks. Like, can you finish so we can go to the house and go, Uh huh. I'm there. <laughs> That's so fucking crazy. And she's like, Come see my friend. And he's like, yeah, what's your name again? I'm fucking dead. I'm actually screaming. <laughs> and, and so, I, like, I personally don't want to be in a, that kind of situation mm-hmm. ever in my life. I don't yeah. see the point. I like, I like what I like, and I'm very scary about what I like. So, mm-hmm. I I think that if you are dating somebody significantly younger, and this is worse for older people, mm-hmm. you have to go outside of the routine of your life mm-hmm. to even meet them. Mm-hmm. Which is why one of the biggest tropes when we were growing up, because now it's a lot easier because of the internet. But one yeah. of the things that we remember distinctly growing up is that from GS3, you start seeing older men from university parking their cars outside your gate mm. in secondary school. Mm. Because if they don't come and park outside your gate, there's nothing that is bringing you into their orbits. Mm. You don't mm. go to their clubs. That's you true. don't go to their parties. You don't even roll with the kind of people that you jam them. So they have to basically live their lives. And that's lives so creepy, right? To that's access a, you. I mean, up till now, I still talk about how even in uni, me personally, like, I don't always like to project my own personal views. I try to have a semi-balanced view because I always have, I always feel strongly about this topic. But I've always said that I'm not really an older guy type of person. Mm. Me, I like my mates, you know, as best, maybe... Six months younger. If I have an outlier, it's two years and it's because he lied to me. <laughs> and later I saw his, I saw his international passport and I said, this boy, <laughs> you want like, me to okay. go to jail? <laughs> but it's still okay. It's still okay, right? I'm not, um, but I remember even in uni where girls would be like, you know, we were what, 16, 17. And then girls would be saying my boyfriend, my boyfriend, like referencing someone who was working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they always had this, I don't even know if I'll call it superiority complex where they, they, they bought this scam of, oh, my boyfriend is so mature yeah. and my boyfriend is this and that. But you can tell that the man actually controlled that relationship. Mm-hmm. And most of those relationships, the girls had sex before they were ready. Yeah. A lot of them because the guy said, um, you know, you're a virgin or you're not having sex or whatever and I'm going to cheat on you if we don't have sex. And mm-hmm. so they did this to keep the relationship. Mm-hmm. But the gag is we know that that nigga be fucking everybody outside. And you're not... It just is smolly. Yeah. yeah. As in, I mean, yeah. Like, Men, you see that term? You see that term? Is that term smolly? <laughs> it's actually a huge... It's If we unpack it, it's mm-hmm. actually a very, very big like concept mm-hmm. within that you know, cross-age dating mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the general rule for a younger person dating an older person, mm-hmm. one of the most common refrains you hear is, you're very mature for your for age. For your age. Mm-hmm. You're so, much more mature than your, your age mates. mates. Mm-hmm. And often when people say that, I ask, why is that a good thing? It means that whoever that person is, they've been forced to grow up much faster than they should have because Mm -hmm. their peers are at a certain age where the experiences they are having allows them to live within that certain age. They have Mm -hmm. enough tools to handle what comes to them at that age. Mm -hmm. So if you're 17 and you're dealing with married men on their second marriage, it's not a good thing. It just means... It's not. And the worst part about being a smallie... It's so much psychological labor. Yeah. Like, Like there's a lot of emotional labor you have to do. Mm -hmm. And the worst part about being a smallie is that the only person who is obligated to see your maturity 
is the person you're fucking. Mm. His friends don't see you as mature. Zero they, respect. They. <laughs> like they don't see you as mature. Mm-hmm. They have under no obligation to see you as mature. Even he doesn't see you as mature. Yeah, because what, what does, is the benefits yeah. of the maturity? It's not as if you actually have a say in the person's life. You don't life. have money. Thank you don't you. have access. You don't have tools that can benefit him other than sex. Yeah, or just there as a trophy. I, I think a lot of older men and women, when they date significantly younger, mm-hmm. they do it because they want to live vicariously through that young person. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of, oh, I have a small lead that is very mature. Mm. They want, they enjoy your youth, but they also don't <laughs> I mean, want the response. I'm flashing back to all the men that, that threw that line with me. And shout out to one of my cousin's friends who, who was... Um, 25 mm-hmm. and I was 18 and I guess for some people that would be normal mm-hmm. but I just found it too creepy like this nigga kissed me one time at the beach and I was like ew like <laughs> you're fucking 25 guess how <laughs> you're old you're old go away from me like nah I just I don't see the appeal I don't see the benefits like I was supposed to say all day I want to call you an all day I literally exactly. see I remember when I too said this thing I said babes are dating older guys when were you able to call the man or day? Or when were you able to say shut up? Jiggy mm-hmm. like, I don't want to say shut up to my lover and then my chest will just be doing hey, this one. Gonna, see, see, that's even the thing. So I'm going to reduce my allowance. This, this idea, so it, it all is kind of, it's, so it, that's part of the problem with dating older people. Mm-hmm. And I think the best way to describe it is that when you are an older person dating a younger person, you are not a person to that younger person. You are a symbol Mm. Very symbol of wealth, mm-hmm. of access, of a part of their life that they're going to reach at some point. Mm-hmm. And access to you gives them premature access to that symbol, like symbol, that symbolic lifestyle. What most yeah. young people don't understand that to access that level of living, mm-hmm. you have to make a lot of sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Like when we go bowling, we go bowling because we've budgeted from the beginning of the month. <laughs> That's, you know, there's Lao Lao first, first Friday, third Friday, Saturday, uh, mm-hmm. fourth Friday. And you, when you are dating somebody in university, she doesn't understand, not in fundamental terms, that, you know, you save to party. Yeah. That you save for your car. Mm-hmm. You save for your baths. She only accesses the benefits of all of that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And so for you to continue to hold her attention, you can't really expose her to the Oh yeah, sacrifices. I'm budgeting. Yes, oh, all I'm of doing that. this and because that's not her business. Most of the time, what, ha- what happens when you do that? The baby's just like, nah, this is too much stress. I, <laughs> I, I, can't, I, can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't do all of this shit. Yeah. So you have to, so for the most part, you have to sell them a lie mm-hmm. that this is who you are all the time. And when things like, you know, when, you're, when your girlfriend says, or oh, there, and you're like, are you stupid? Do you know how hard I work? Do you to understand? Get? That's why anything now. I, now I just imagine you. your supposed boyfriend telling me, "Am I your mate?" Baba, you are my mate. So when you, when I was riding you, you did not know that. You did not know that you're older than me. That shut up. Like I can't. And that's why I don't want to be in those kind of situations. For some people, I guess they they say they like it, but mm-hmm. I think another thing I've also noticed is patriarchy and that societal pressure on women to settle down yeah. and to get married. I've seen a lot of people who the real loves of their lives were their age mates, mm-hmm. but I mean, they're dating for five years, six years, seven years. And we we know how Nigeria actually is. The idea of what life was when we leave uni, thinking, oh yes, my first job, I'll be collecting 400K and I'll do this mm-hmm. and I'll do that. And then a lot of women come out of uni ready to settle down. 
I, I want to say I don't know why, but obviously yeah. pressure, pressure, pressure. Mm-hmm. And because a lot of them primarily think that the men, the men are the ones that are supposed to provide. Yeah. They don't really care about their own financial power, their own financial pockets. So exactly. So if you are now even dating, sexual, even just sexual satisfaction, women, a lot of younger women don't really understand how to communicate with their partners because Mm -hmm. their partners are so much older Mm -hmm. that it feels like having a conversation with your parents Mm -hmm. about sex. Mm -hmm. So you'd much rather just do it. Exactly. (laughs) And I've had, I've had that conversation about how, even if in your physical relationship, like Mm -hmm. in your day to day, you're talking when it comes to sex, that is another place where the power imbalance really shows. No matter how outspoken you are, this and that, in that situation, especially if that person is your first, mm-hmm. you're more likely to watch and learn. And yes. then having the idea, of course, that, you know, it's not, even, it's not even necessarily having the idea that the pleasure is for the man. But mm-hmm. a lot of men, by default, chase their pleasure. Yeah. So your first sexu- sexual experience, the man is already just <laughs> doing... Come and go. <laughs> exactly. The man is already just doing what he needs to do to get off yeah. because if he has even pressured you into having sex, clearly mm-hmm. he's not he's not worried about your own satisfaction mm-hmm. because if he's pressuring you, he would understand that under those conditions, you're not even mentally ready. Mm-hmm. You may not be physical, physically ready. He might actually even be causing you pain. Mm-hmm. And so you, you go around thinking that, okay, sex is for men, sex is for men. Mm-hmm. There's so many babes that have told me how they didn't, they didn't start having pleasurable sex until like 10 years after they started having sex because Mm -hmm. their first few relationships sex was always painful so they went around life thinking oh sex is actually a painful experience people don't actually talk a lot of men don't even wait till the babes are aroused they just jam it in there and stuff like it's actually (laughs) ridiculous and then when when you talk about these things people are just like oh no let people date who they want to date but if you break it down it's like what do you need and back to what I was saying before so girls want to marry or they Mm -hmm. want to marry and their man is not ready or their guy is not ready. So they feel like, oh, if I get with an older person, yeah. he's more likely to pop the question. Or, and it's like, why do you want to be a space filler in someone's life? I've always said that I don't buy the idea of feeling like I'm the missing puzzle piece mm-hmm. to someone's life. Like, I don't, I see the beauty. It's not like I'm averse to riches mm-hmm. or you can be rich, but if you're rich, be young, be my mate. I don't want to just follow you because, okay, you're you 30-something, you have money. Because what you find is that those people are so... It's very hard for someone who is much older to adjust to a younger person because it's like, what are you, what are you bringing? The, that's the idea of the symbol, yeah. right? What, are you, I what are you coming to do? <laughs> what just, can you, you ask get, me so for? So basically, it is whatever space they've carved out for you. And that's why I say missing, missing puzzle piece. Somebody has built house. He has how many He has how many companies. He has this, he has that. He has car, he has money. Mm-hmm. All he needs is you to come to there fill that to fill space. that position. It's, he has already actually, even built the children's room. It's set. actually interesting that you bring this up because... Mm-hmm. We've been we've been talking about like you know older younger relationships in the terms of you know long term monogamous relationships, but just even in, in the sense, sense of casual sex. sex. Yeah. Before you before I go into that, I just want to mention that if you look at millennial marriages, at least most of the marriages that happen between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty two between millennials, mm-hmm. it's a lot of young people who mm-hmm. dated each other when they were much younger. Mm-hmm. They went out, they did their shit, and mm-hmm. then at thirty one, thirty two. We're both ready to marry. They mm-hmm. meet each other six months, they're married. Eight months, they're married. One year, they're married. Mm-hmm. Which negates the whole idea that, you know, you have to be young mm-hmm. and find somebody who is settled. Mm-hmm. Babe, hustle. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, hustle. Exactly. When you were 31 and 32 and you jam each other again, it'll be like four months and you're married. There's no, it's not yeah, a it's rush. Yeah, it's not a long story. And, I, and, and like I said, I find the beauty in 
growing together. Like as much as it sounds cliche, mm-hmm. right? It's like I I don't I don't see anything wrong in you guys sharing the rent, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know how much I earn, I know how much exactly. you earn type thing. <laughs> We're realistic about this is okay. Uh, we want house, but I guess we can do a three-bedroom flat in Ikoi or in mm-hmm. Leki. We can split the rents. Or if you're paying the rents, I know that so when it comes to other things, I'm chipping in here and there. And there's no actual imbalance mm-hmm. because there's so many marriages I know where, because men are, first of all, you ain't going to follow a rich man's daughter. Then you two, you have been forming levels from beginning to end now. You carry the house to Z Kitchen to Zero to, Z, to this to that. We chopped the whole of Lagos. Then we now marry. Now what's that for me? Indomie egg. From where? That's not going to work. And then you meet somebody who travels all the time. It's like, ah, okay, as a married woman, me, I need three trips a year. Yeah. My children must go to Green Spring. This, and it's so insane sometimes when I hear how much women are demanding because it's like, do you... Don't you know what your partner is earning? But that one is another thing too. But There's they, no But that's what I'm saying. They don't, the man so, too has so, even overpackaged himself. So even the, that's what I'm saying. That even in the casual dating thing, a lot of the reasons why younger people, and I would not say women, I would just say people in general, a lot of the reasons why a lot of younger people date older people is because they think that those people have money mm-hmm. and access. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to sleep with an older person, if you're an older person, who prefers to sleep with younger people, mm-hmm. um, there is a financial imbalance in those relationships. More often than not, we're coming to your house mm-hmm. on your time, mm-hmm. on your turf. Mm-hmm. I will not feel comfortable having sex with you because I'm on your time, on your turf, and you have more money. Mm-hmm. So, And I, if you decide <laughs> not to give me transport now, no, that's what I'm saying. So I should not, like, if you're going to an older country. person sleeping with younger people, they should not have to ask you for transport. It should be baked <laughs> into the equation. Because if the person comes, and because first of all, what 5,000 naira, which is part of the reason why we don't encourage older people to date younger people. Mm-hmm. Because 5,000 naira to you is small chops. Mm-hmm. 5,000 naira to that person is transportation for three days. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, because they are coming to you on your turf, in your territory, they don't even know if you bought condoms or not because lube is 8,000 naira. Mm-hmm. Are you for real? <laughs> for when I did the lube episode, I spoke about how lube is actually getting ridiculous. I, I expensive. You expect, you expect the this brand girl that from I secondary like school is 14,000 naira bring now. And bring condoms when everything, she, if she buys the quality that you like, everything that's comes ha- about 12K. Money for the month. <laughs> so if you're going to be sleeping with the younger people, there's a financial cost to it and you should not pretend. Because a lot of men and or older men, they come on and they're like, can you imagine? They asked me to pay Uber. Like, dear. Like, what do you expect? You went to pick a girl from... That, that thing used to blow my mind. Even when I was in uni, it's like, men want to come and be dragging young girls and stuff. You're saying they're buying you singlets or they're doing Claire Road for my king or they're doing 10,000 reasons why I love I should be using my pocket money to be servicing him. I used to pay. Like, it's actually insane. It's actually insane because you two, you know what you are looking for. Why can't you date your mates? Why? What is the appeal? And anytime you ask for, like everybody wants to say, yeah, preferences, preferences. But when I ask, I'm like, what is the appeal of a younger babe to you? That's when you hear the predatory things. They won't even mm-hmm. want to say it straight. It's like, eh, the younger girls, they will not give you a holla. So let's even, let's even, let's, let's set aside all the predatory nature. And let's talk about why would somebody who is in their 30s not want to date a woman in their 30s or date a man in their 30s? Mm-hmm. More often than not, I think I find the primary reason is leverage. Mm. When you date a woman in her 30s, even if she's not rich, 
she has seen life. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the experiences you want to show her are not new exactly. to her. She has gone as as the average Nigerian woman, by the time she hits 30, she has seen 6,000 men to, in their 40s. You to wash <laughs> so me, that, it's very yeah. hard for you to wash a woman in her 30s. Mm-hmm. So you have to be emotionally stable. Mm-hmm. You, you can't do that thing where you text today and you you don't text for the next two weeks till you're ready to fuck. Mm-hmm. Unless you've communicated clearly that you just want a sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. You can't sell her dreams of... And oh, even sexual know. relationships, Seth, just because the sexual relationship does not mean I'm not waiting for you for your texts <laughs> and you say, okay... Oh, I'm busy, I'm busy. We are busy. Exactly. So, so you have to... Our schedules have to align. Mm-hmm. And so there are all these things that, like younger people have a lot because they, there's a... there's a So there is a an equation. The equation mm-hmm. is the time versus um, access equation. Mm-hmm. People who are between ages 14 to 25 have a lot of time, but they don't have a lot of access. Mm. Access mean access to homes, access to cars, to move around 2 a.m. to go and sleep with somebody on an Uber, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of those things. Yeah. And so because of that, they do, um, what they do is that they use a lot of their time to cast a wide net. Mm. They hit up a lot of, but this is just purely sex. Like mm-hmm. I I text people on Tinder. I enter DMs. I'm like, hey, what's up? How are you doing? And kind of just drop that. You know, I'm free or I'm available. It's like, okay, (laughs) you know, I'll see you on Sunday. I'll see you on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of those people, because they have a lot of time, during the week, they are are dropping, they are casting their nets. Now, the other side of the equation, when you enter the workforce, Mm -hmm. you lose a lot of your time in exchange for access. Now you have house, you have Uber, you have all these things, but you don't actually have time to chase. But younger people are chasing you. So what you eventually do is that you spend a lot of your time hedging like mm. oh don't worry we'll see don't worry we'll see we'll see and then Salah weekend you're like oh yeah everybody <laughs> <laughs> Bernie, so come here mm-hmm. and then you see that's why you see a lot of these men they'll have like Salah weekend they're like seven girls coming to the house and so because of that that imbalance of time mm-hmm. and access yeah people who date younger people tend to have a lot of rush periods mm. and drought periods mm. and what happens because of that is that they cannot really form healthy relationships with these young people because these yeah. young people spend a lot of their time <clears throat> waiting. Yeah, yeah. And when they do now have your attention, you have overbooked. Mm. <laughs> so you're, you are trying to hustle this person in, do the knacks, get them out because you are thinking, when next will I have free time mm. to sleep with this person? This person that has a lot of time is thinking, when next will this person have my time? Mm-hmm. And so you probably have a lot of sex that is purely out of, driven out of necessity mm. and survival, not mutual interest. And, not- and you know what is killing me is, as you're saying all of these things, I'm just flashing back to like stories in uni, experiences, you know, like older guys with uni babes who, for instance, their original girl, when you spoke about overbooking, original girlfriend is around, you the small chops. No, it's in fact... <laughs> You, the small shops were there. Original girlfriend now entered the house. Then they now told you, yeah, pass the kitchen and run out. Madam has come. To-. Like, there's so many of these stories. So what you're saying actually makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And this time thing too, because obviously uni students, and sometimes, you know, there's some semesters where you're fucking lucky. Your schedule is like, I have yes. class maybe Monday and Wednesday. Like, this. so three days a week, you're free. Or you finish like Thursday by 10 a.m. And then it's like, okay, it's time to turn up and stuff. Mm-hmm. You have, uh, back then, obviously, 
you could be texting your partners or whoever 24 7 mm-hmm. you guys are texting from morning till night but in fact there was one time I hope the person doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> I mean listen to this episode but <clears throat> excuse me so you know how I always post like screenshots of DMs and stuff on my story so I was dragging 30 plus men that's my talent but did you see that thing that I said very soon we're going to say close to 40 men but yeah me I also dragged 30 plus even when I'm 30 plus but anyway we're talking about slow replies and stuff and you know the how you guys okay I guess yeah 30 plus how you guys use emojis <laughs> And, you know, even um, responding to thirst traps and all those yeah. dead things, right? And then someone was just, was like, oh, my God, yes, that she's dating one guy in one particular office. And then he after 10 a.m., he puts his phone in his locker and he doesn't respond to the evening. <laughs> and I posted that and I was laughing. And then someone else now responded to me like, does this guy work in XYZ office? Do you know it was the same guy? <laughs> like, that was the most random thing that actually happened. And two of them were my friends. But I mean, I guess the guy was just, just talking to mm-hmm. the other one. I mean, that relationship has cut I mm-hmm. feel like it was doomed from the start. Don't judge me if you listen to this. But yeah, um, what you're saying is actually true. I just find that it's just unnecessary. It's just unnecessary stress. But some people claim that they enjoy it. But for the most part, if you see any babe saying mm-hmm. oh yes I prefer even when it comes to sex well I say older men are more I mean I guess I don't have enough in terms of case study to say yeah. that older men are supposedly more expensive because me my own high flyers they're my mates GS. so it's, it's a it's a conundrum <laughs> older men who exclusively date younger people mm-hmm. tend to be bad at sex because mm younger people don't communicate. communicate. So you don't get better sex. You get a lot of affirmation because people are affirming you, not because the sex is great, but, they but because there's secondary, there secondary <laughs> benefits. That I, if, yeah. I, was, I tell people all the time, I'm like, Excuse if you me. want to actively fuck a younger person or date younger, and people consider this controversial. Mm. I think that if you are engaged with a younger person yeah. and you really want an honest opinion from mm-hmm. them, at the beginning of the month, as your salary drops, mm-hmm forward 40% of your salary to them. Hmm. No questions asked. Just mm. forward it. Mm. Like, so that when it drops, it drops, they're, they're, like your chest comes down. Mm. And you're like, okay, now I can tell you that the dick is trash because bad as the bad, I will go, I'd like the money's already in my account. You can't ask for it back. Mm-hmm. And so you either get an honest opinion about this person and this person stays next month. They're not staying because of the money. Mm. They're staying because they like you. So when you mm. have a fight, mm-hmm. you're not worried that, you know, because I find that a lot of people, they oh, want to fight with their boyfriend. You. People agree with you. I will collect your 40% and you say, it's good, it's sweet. <laughs> and then if the sex now lasts for like 10 minutes, it's like 10 minutes of suffering to collect 100 carrying them. Why don't we, please? <laughs> but that's the thing, like you have to, you cannot, that's the thing. When you're dating a younger person, you don't really get to, you don't get certainty. Mm, At least true. with somebody your age, you can get some level of certainty because you can engage them. Like, you know, even facial expressions, we understand each other on a, on a you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but with a younger person, you can't really gauge. And so, at least, if you take money out of the equation, you know that this person is not, for the rest of these 29 days, mm-hmm. that this person is coming to my house, come and sleep and cook and everything. They're not cooking and because cook. they're expecting 5K from wild. me at the end of the, you know, the soiree. Yeah. They know the money's already in their accounts. They know mm-hmm. that I'm good for it. Mm-hmm. So whatever, at least, first of all, that's 55% you have now. You know, the financial difference between the two of you, it's not that big anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, maybe a good 15% because mm-hmm. you are older, we'll mm-hmm. give you that. But at least you don't have to worry about money. Mm-hmm. That this person is with me because they want my money, because mm-hmm. the money is already with them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even in a, like a random casual sex situation, yeah, how much would it cost you to sleep with somebody your age? Send it to the younger person. 
Like send it beforehand. If they don't show, they don't like you. And you know that's more you won't send them money. I feel again. like it, it, if it is if it's like a casual situation where you guys are the same age, mm-hmm. like if you just send me money, I know. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because it, it doesn't... It doesn't so if, if, if you send a younger person money and they say thank you, then you should feel worried. You know. Because it means that they, they find that you are not willing to acknowledge it. But it's clearly there. There's mm-hmm. a financial imbalance, mm-hmm. which is why they need... Like they might not say it, yeah. but the money, when it enters their account, they feel it. Mm-hmm. But with somebody your age, it doesn't really feel... So you yeah. are you, you are forced to work like, harder. What is this money And so okay. I find that because... 30 plus sex, you, it's a lot easier for you to be like, yeah, this thing is not working. I need to, my car, my car is outside and I'm going. Because mm-hmm. a lot of babes come to somebody's house and because they're thinking, I have to order Uber 1130. How am I going to get back? <laughs> All of those things. I literally spoke about this, I think even yesterday with someone and speaking about how I've just always, let me not say I've always found men dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. But I remember in uni, so much of my pocket money went into having my cab guy on retainer, me and my bestie. I remember we would party, 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 but then you know that, okay, they lock school gates by 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. So if you leave at that 12, if you're not back before 12, between 12 and 5, find your level. Find your, <laughs> just find your level. So yeah, I just partying half of the time. That's why clubs, will, they'll be open till 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'm sure in a, better, in a better world, clubs probably close by 3. Yeah. But uni students, we don't have home. We don't have where to go. <laughs> so we're going to shake bum bum to the end of the night. But then when you don't, for instance, like me, I've, I've always said, that I've always been extremely careful, hypervigilant. I would never go out without a fully charged phone, mm-hmm. power bank, my card, cash. And then my cab guy with us. So even when I had my friends, they would drive all their Jeeps, everything, everything. Even with drivers, it's like, first of all, aside the fact that I don't want anyone moving funny, I don't want anyone to come and start forming their drunk. If you're yeah. drunk like this, my, my guy is there <laughs> to take us away. I would even rather sleep in the car yeah. between two to five and enter than hear any story because there's so many men that used to do that to girls. They'll say, okay, uh, let's just go. I want to change my shirts at two o'clock. You that you came from, Yaba or wherever, they've carried you to Agungi yeah. at three in the, at two in the morning. Where are you now going where to? Their babes has even entered the deep mainland. And then apparently, because they don't want to do yeah. the men now threw them outside. Yeah, that, uh, but you know outside. what you were coming for. So when people act like, oh yes, you know, I don't want to mention you people's favorite celebrities, but everybody knows I hate that motherfucker mm-hmm. and how he'll be a f- fucking Nollywood celebrity that is always dating small, small girls. And apparently, I will shake this table on this podcast today. This nigga used to sneak 15 years in his boots when he was in Unilag and he would be going to pick QC girls. QC girls have actually suffered. In fact, university itself, like, the fact that people would go and yeah. take freshers, this freshers week was a thing where they would say, okay, the mass disvergining mm-hmm. of younger babes and stuff. The fact that 400 level boys, they are running to go and... Because you know that... <clears throat> It is easier sex mm-hmm. for you to get when the person is younger. Mm-hmm. You can easily mentally and emotionally manipulate them. Yep. You know that they are less experienced than you. You would hardly find anybody who just wants sex with a younger person. Because when, 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 when 30 plus or older men, or older people in general talk about how, I wouldn't even necessarily say older women because there's some older women who have like crazy, crazy sex drive. Mm-hmm. But let me say, use men as an example. We'd be laughing and be cracking jokes and saying, oh, 
30 plus men after one round they're tapping out or their mm. backs are hurting so it's like you know that you don't even have much to give so why <laughs> are you why are you exactly looking for a younger babe because it's not as if you're using that energy for anything you're wasting it because you're still going to give her the same three minutes mm. so why don't you want to give your maid the three minutes say the truth about mm. why you are chasing that sex with a younger person because you know it's easier because you know you can do them anyhow mm. do you guess you know that you it's can ignore her it's always, messages it's always about the power it's not even about do the you sex. understand yeah that's it it's, it's just about that and that's why people mention that power imbalance you know that this person is younger than you you have you have more of the money yeah. because how many people are actively chasing younger men that even kill their mates that are that are richer than them it's not as if you see older men that are chasing younger girls yeah. that have money you know that you're chasing these babes because these babes don't have as much money as you, you and then <clears throat> even in general men use money as they, people will say, oh yeah, you only you only want me for my money. You only want me for my money. But, but that's, all that's, you have. that's all you have now. That's all you show. That is the only way you guys show that you, that's the only place you show that you have value. Mm -hmm. What else are you, everybody's always saying table, table, table. But men, okay, remove money. What are you bringing to the table? And that's why everybody finds their level because mm -hmm. men know that okay, the ones that are, they have maybe, you have 50K. Mm -hmm. You go and meet the girl that's looking for daily 2K. That's yes, okay. No. That's okay, shocking her. It, it's, it's actually interesting that you talk about this whole money thing mm -hmm. because I find that there are a lot of men who don't use money mm -hmm. to sleep with women mm -hmm. but what they do is that they give emotional attention mm. and time mm -hmm. and touch mm. and they remember what you say and you will find that the emotional labor it takes to do that for one woman where you are present when i say present present mm -hmm. i mean you're attuned to her, her cues mm -hmm. uh, that's why most of men when they find a woman that they're emotionally like connected with on that level they rush and marry her yeah because they're like i can't do this for 16 girls mm -hmm. like once you lock once you enter that phase of your maturity as a man where mm -hmm. you're able to be emotionally present for a woman yeah you find that cheating because money you give it away you get what you want mm -hmm. but with emotional labor mm -hmm. once you give that emotional labor it's very hard to get it back. Yeah. And that's why, like, there was, there's an iconic Casanova from Twitter back in the days. Mm. I'm not going to mention his name, mm. but he's iconic. Mm. And he was broke as fuck. Mm. But he had all these girls. Or, like, there was even the girls that was, there was a girl self that was, like, you know, went to the other girls and befriended them. I was doing, oh, your man is shit. Meanwhile, I'm like, do you know how much emotional labor you have to do to get that? And so most men, they simply cannot even, they are not emotionally they don't have the mature <laughs> to, they don't have the to do that for one woman, let alone yeah. 16. Because there are men who, you know, like for example, the Simon Leviev guy, if you mm -hmm. watch that um, Tinder Swindler, yeah. you see that my guy was emotionally present. Yeah, he was. He was texting, was mm -hmm. calling, mm -hmm. sending pictures. Sending I love you, you're beautiful. All of that. Like, yeah. If you have to do it's that to so chase difficult. babe. <laughs> it's not so <laughs> difficult to actually watch babes because I feel like it's so easy. But men make it feel like it's so hard. It's even it's even in the things like when people say, "Oh, I'm really busy," type thing. You know, mm -hmm. your 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 partner is going to work. I, I always say one line can save you like yep. three days of fight. Hey, I'm, it's going to be really busy today. I'll text you when I get home and stuff. Not just oh, you woke up and then because you went to work, you don't say anything till nine p.m. Then you send one message and you go to bed and you're supposed to be saying that you're in. A relationship it doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense to so me. They, they can't really some do of us are skilled at juggling labor. people shout, to be honest i think um yeah <laughs> they can't do that labor but I, I think now that we're talking about you know the that's how you get the sex mm -hmm. i think we should talk about having it because i think one of the problems that a lot of people have is that they don't have a roster of dependable folks mm. they have 
people that they are, I think a lot of people spend a lot of time chasing relationships sex, or sex not really you know figuring out what do I like mm-hmm. and who do I like it in mm. and how do I get this on a consistent basis mm. and I think that's the core of having a dependable fuck we all have somebody that if you think about it you're like hmm the way I describe it eh, there 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 are people that when they come into your life sexually yeah after during the encounter uh-huh. you have an epiphany you're like oh okay so that's what that's what does. sex yeah exactly like, that's what, that's what sex is supposed here. to be mm. <laughs> oh so this is the right city thing they keep talking about mm. oh you mean so the neck tingles like and you're like okay you understand my body like you have the manual you know yeah. how to use it yeah and i find that with dependable fox mm-hmm. it's generally a thing of it's like a mixture of appearance and personality mm. and just general compatibility mm-hmm. and I hear how I'm just <laughs> somebody just jumping into my head I'm like yeah 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 and so th- there's that thing and I find that some people are lucky but that mm-hmm. they meet their dependable folks some probably like they're 20, 22, 23 mm-hmm. and they're like okay so this is the person the rest of me the rest of my life you know yeah. touches on my buttons we keep exploring yeah and even safe. if you marry I'm gonna be there even if you marry someone else I'm gonna be there <laughs> yeah so there's that but for the rest of us we don't we're not lucky we don't really get that one person Mm -hmm. that fits neatly into the dependable for category so what Mm. we do is that we go on a a lifetime journey of of building our roster of dependable folks because there are a lot of reasons why a dependable folk might not work they might not be romantically compatible with you Mm -hmm. they might not be emotionally mature Mm-hmm. At where you need them at that point. Oh, they in might life. be broke. <laughs> oh, they might be broke. So there's like, all these reasons why you, but we I'll cannot you. stay mm-hmm. with our dependable fox. Yeah. And I find that um, as we get older, mm-hmm. and this is from my experience as a thirty plus, mm-hmm. as we get older, we become much better at telling that this person is going to be a dependable fox. We mm-hmm. can just tell. Mm-hmm. At least at, at the point in my life now, where if I see your Instagram, like if I go through your I'm Instagram. <laughs> And I see a particular pose in a picture. I'm like, okay, yes. I'm dead. What's the pose? <laughs> I can't tell you. I'm dead. <laughs> but at, at this I'm point, I've got to a point, and I think people get to a point where they can just tell, like, going through your Instagram, they can go through your Instagram. I'm like, just see one picture. I'm like, okay, this one. Like, some people use Twitter. There are some people that are like, so this person tweets. Hmm. Yeah. You enter these DMs. Mm-hmm. There are people that are like, mm, the way this guy dresses, like, see that leg chain. Hmm. I'm dead. <laughs> Or hmm, that nose ring. Hmm. I think this way you, you, so you basically become so good at it. You become a connoisseur of your type. Yeah, true, true. And you can just tell from like basic things and this thing. And for those of us who don't find the perfect dependable fuck, usually what happens is that we go on a lifelong chase mm. where we refine the metrics of mm. what What's constitutes a dependable, dependable fuck. fuck. Now, I'm going to, so, it's either, you can either do, so the very lucky people find people who are dependable folks who are in their level, mentally, emotionally mature, like yeah. just maturity levels, everything. So they grow together. Yeah. But for the rest of us, we either try to fuck an elevated version mm. of our dependable fuck yeah. or a ratchet version. I'm fucking dead. <laughs> 
no, no. <laughs> if we are honest with ourselves, I'm not being hypocrites. Yeah. They, we have a roster of people that we will not tell other people that we are fucking them or that we intend to fuck them. I'm but we know them. We know them specifically. We have a roster. Oh, we are canceling the list. Like it is. <laughs> and the reason. Oh, my roster is all I'm actually very proud of my trophy case. Say for one or two. In fact, the one or two step. It's not even. It's not even like. If 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 anyone sees them outside, because me, I'm very 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 vain. It's not even if anyone sees them outside. It's more of I've cancelled them because of their shitty performance. Exactly. So that is the ratchet. That's mm, like whatever yeah. it is. There's some people that you're like. But have you had any dependable fuck that that went away? I have had quite a few actually. Yeah. So it, is anyone you miss right now? Yeah, they're like. Tell them a message in case they listen to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Uh, so, um, hmm, what is the code I can use that this person remember? Hmm, hmm, trying to think. Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Mm. Hmm. Because when this thing was happening, it was like, so basically the way it felt, mm-hmm. which is why I knew this person was a dependable fuck. It felt like, because I have synesthesia, so I experienced like emotions crossed. So it felt like, Somebody poured gasoline on my shaft hmm. and lit it with a match. You know that? I'm lit. Yeah, but of like warmth and heat. And it, you know, it's, but, but the good kind was it like? <laughs> yes. So specifically, you know, when you are wow. a child and you you are doing those Christmas bonfires, yeah, and then somebody pours kerosene and goes. <laughs> so just imagine being on that place where I'm it's screaming. like it's slightly dangerous, but it's mm. also very thrilling mm. and somebody prolongs that feeling mm. that's what that's what it felt so like. that moment where your eyes are wide <laughs> so, open like wow so I was like okay okay so this this is this is I want to experience this again and that's yeah. how the dependable fuck thing comes in but mm-hmm. I find that I have I personally have a fair share of elevated and the difference between an elevated dependable fuck and a ratchet I don't call it right let me find it there's a term I have a term for it let me find the term mm-hmm. sorry this, I'm very passionate I, I become, about this no I become very um, well yeah. like a connoisseur independent yes I am, I am I am so it's it's like a it's like a flavor profile mm. you you have a base flavor profile but then you start to add high notes which is yeah. the exotics and then you start to add low and notes some which days is the ratchet yes. the... <laughs> and so it, mm. so it's like the elevated version of your dependable fuck first of all one of the reasons why you are attracted to them is that they are maybe two or three levels above you. Mm-hmm. Ordinarily, they wouldn't fuck you because mm. they too are looking for elevated versions. Ain't nobody, <laughs> ain't nobody in this earth, <laughs> ain't nobody in this earth more elevated than me. <laughs> so, ain't no pussy in this world more elevated than Haram struggling pussy. <laughs> I'm screaming, I'm screaming. And so part, of the, part of the allure is that I get them to notice me at mm. my current level. Fair. Like, <laughs> take me out the ghetto, daddy. Seventy percent of people that want to fuck Temi or Tedola is because they're like, yeah. If Temi wasn't uh, an Otedola, maybe yeah. I would like. If she was a KPMG babe, KPMG babe, maybe I would have piped. Yeah. But because she's there, so they're like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe if I send her a DM mm-hmm. and I pose in a strategic way, I, like you know, she Perhaps might notice she might me. Look into, she's yeah. like, mm, okay, this person is you know my spec too. Mm-hmm. But of course, she would not claim you. But yeah. People, like fuck and. Your job with an elevated fuck is essentially to prove to them that, see, I can rise up to the occasion. <laughs> like, Just give me a chance. Give me a chance. I can level up. Like, 
I am, I am there. And so that's the chase for you because yeah. they will never be on your level. By the time you get to their level, they are because by the time they, by the time we get up. by the time they get they get to the billionaire Temi level. Temi has married Mr. Easy and she's mm. now wife of mm. a millionaire. So mm. it was like, okay, how do I chase a wife of a millionaire? But now she's like, oh, she's this girl dating a millionaire, but she's also rich. So that's whole. Mm. You'll never be on the same level with that's them. That's well, though, that they actually get married, bro. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. so, I mean, to so there, there is some dependable fuck yeah, going on there. Like, like, so wretchedness and elevation, but okay. Okay, you made it. <laughs> you made it out together. <laughs> so, yeah, because of that, you, you keep chasing them and you kind of, so the, the, the goal with the, with the elevated is that doesn't matter how elevated you become. Mm-hmm. There is something, there's what I call the vestigial self, mm. which is the most innocent version of your sexual self. Mm. That thing, the, that first time where, you know, they touch the nipple and it's like, oh shit, mm-hmm. I have original nipples. Yeah. That person remains. You might get refined, might elevated, you know, you create all these, all these cages to protect yourself, mm-hmm. but that person remains. Mm-hmm. And as somebody who is a connoisseur of, Dependable fox. Mm-hmm. Your job is how do I get this person to this place where I can touch that vestigial self? Mm. Once you touch that vestigial self, mm. like it's gone. That's why you see people that are like married with two children, sexy husband, sexy life. They are still fucking Sunday for me. Look where June. Oh, yeah, like, no, no. It's, perfect, but it's no, true. I get what you mean. The version of that is Linda Ikeji. Linda Ikeji is rich. Like, look at the person she had a child for. Like, girl, you were climbing Todd Mayland Bridge <laughs> every Thursday to collect pipe. Because clearly, that guy hits, like, the most vestigious big yeah, part I, of... Yeah, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. They, they opened your eyes in a... In a very, in a very deep and special way, it makes. And so a lot it's of sense. it's hard to get back from that. And I think the more ratchet version of yourself, like the more ratchet version of your dependable fuck, we go to that because as we level up as people, there's a lot of performance, there's a lot of fakeness mm. that we have to like attach to ourselves. Mm. We we pretend that our tastes are refined, you know. Mm. I only like uh, there's some girls that are like I only I like exportedly. Meanwhile, they like spits. Like there's a part of them that still like spits. So you're like, ah, you know, this boy. They like a little spit. He probably it's spits true. in the Disney. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and so we go to that person. Sometimes because... you want sex on the mattress on the yes, floor. Like we want, we want to feel like it feels like punishment because it feels like you know we're touching we're touching base with yeah, our real self. We're, we're grounded. Like, yeah, yeah. you like I, I'm grounded. Yes, like, yes. Let I me can take enter, you back to the roots. I can enter ghetto. Like mm-hmm. it's like a you know because we do it on other in other spheres of our lives. We're like yeah. you know I'm a, I'm a tushy baby, but see I'm still ras. Yeah, I can speak pigeon. Yeah. And so the the ratchet dependable fuck is that kind of person because mm. you're not quite sure if he's going to give you an orgasm or stab you. Wow. <laughs> and it's the thrill of if you're going to die. Die by pleasure. No, die literally, by you, go, you go to those kind of people's houses and you're like, wow, did I carry money? I shouldn't have carried cash. That's in my ATM. That's why they will rob you. <laughs> like, I should have, because, and when you leave and you're like, wow. I actually cried. <laughs> you're like, wow, he didn't rob me. I'm you dead. know, because mm-hmm. you feel like you've elevated him a bit. Mm-hmm. I also feel like he brought you down a bit. We, you, we, we, we found our level. And so that dependable fuck thing is, is the, we do it because sex for us, for people, is 
a primal version of ourselves. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of performance around, I think the gender, gender performance and sexuality are two different things. Mm-hmm. Sexuality is, I'm attracted to men, I'm attracted to women, I'm attracted to men and women, I'm attracted to trans people. Mm-hmm. You can be attracted to everybody. Now, mm-hmm. performance on the other hand is, of all these people, what are the rules that I used to exclude? Because I can't fuck everybody. Mm-hmm. So I need rules. Yeah. And rules tend to be arbitrary. It's like, okay, it's too tall, it's too short. Which is why a lot of babes are like, oh, I only fuck six, four men. And there's one five, five boy. That, <laughs> that, that five is five fucking out of orgasms like Sonic Rings. Like, plum, plum, plum. <laughs> so, like, we have all these arbitrary rules because we understand that while sex is a very primal thing mm-hmm. it also is a very political thing yeah. it determines what we, where we go in life and how what we get and what we don't get mm-hmm. so we know that we have to play the game we yeah. have to choose the right person which is why a lot of babes a lot of guys marry people that they don't even like Yeah, because they're like okay you know this person I need to raise children I need socially mobile this one that one and so what we do I want to finish all of that performance you Sexuality still, 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 still need to exactly. You still need at your core. You still need to satisfy that your sexual, sexual need. Yeah, and so sometimes, like you said, Sunday from Ilukoju is the one that has the key the to your ultimate like, you orgasm. I can see that version. That's because there are people that you fuck and you're like, you know what? I'm nasty. I'm yeah. going to be nasty. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to be the nastiest. It's like, see, yeah. do you want back shots? You want over the knee? Yeah. You want. Let's go to the window. I don't care if they see us. Like, you would never do it with your, you know, with Francis mm-hmm. from London, mm-hmm. who's here for IJGB, but <laughs> more Mutu. <It's> like, ah! <laughs> it's like, ah, Mutu. <laughs> see, I'm going to shout. So like, which is like, shut up. Like, I don't care. I'm going to shout. <laughs> because you feel Mutu. that this person, this person understands the most vestigial, the most primal version of you mm-hmm. sexually yeah. and you want to you want to touch base with that person you don't yeah. want to stay there clearly which is why but you just the, need to satisfy that kind of fuck it's not like a partner type, type yeah so the people who are lucky are the people who find all of that in, in one, one person. person and then they marry Omar. Huh. Yes, marry your dependable fuck. Oh, oh my God. That is the goal. Marry your dependable fuck. Because dependable you know fuck. that. I like and, that. And so oh the thing God, about... I like that so much. I guess the, the beauty... The beauty is because I have a... I have like a five... A five prong rule that I tell people about sex. Of mm-hmm. what good sex should feel like. Mm-hmm. The first thing I think is safety. Mm-hmm. because for Always. you to be able to be your most vestigial self you need to feel safe mm-hmm. in fact I think the ratchet dependable fuck is because you feel too safe mm. and you want to rediscover what it feels like to trust somebody when you don't know their intentions mm. that's why you go for a ratchet that's why you go for the person that's why we go for the person who we are like there are a lot of babes are like oh I've heard he's a rapist but mm-hmm. Wow. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the one. I'm that the one that will change him. Because you feel too safe in your sex life. You, mm. is, your boyfriend is, your girlfriend is predictable. And you're like, I want to remember what it's like to trust somebody again. Mm. And so there's safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a, there's a genuine joy of discovery, which means mm. that every time you sleep with this person, or at least most of the time, you are excited to discover new things new about things. them and they are decided to discover new things about you 
And then there is zero stakes because mm-hmm. I find that in a lot of our sexual encounters, whether it's communicated or not, there are stakes. A lot mm. of men come into sexual encounters thinking, I need to fuck the orgasms out of her. A lot of mm-hmm. babes are like, you know, has I can last prove. 62 yeah. minutes. Devil <clears> that <throat> you should be Excuse able me. to be with somebody who you can fuck for three minutes mm-hmm. and it's great. And it's fine. And it's fine. It's like, yeah, you know, we'll go and rest, we'll eat food, we'll come back again. It's not running. Sex is there. Mm. And then I guess the fourth usually is like, a, I would, so, let me see. I, I try to remember these things, but uh, yeah, sorry. Give me a sec. Yeah. I find that's really deep. That's very interesting. And I'm just getting excited because me, I'm just here using this to scam my own sex life. And I'm just here <laughs> giving somebody points. Like, hmm, hmm, I see. And so the fourth thing is 80 to 100% certainty of mutual attraction. Because hmm. there are a lot of people that we sleep with that we are not sure they're attracted to us. And we're not sure we're attracted to them. Yeah. They just happen to be out in our orbits. People have told us that we are compatible. But when you are attracted to somebody and you know that they're attracted to you, when you enter their house and you reach for them, you don't get that one minute hesitation of, mm. ah, will he, will he? Once you have that certainty, it makes the joy of discovery much better. Mm-hmm. It removes a lot of the stakes. Mm-hmm. And finally, apart from safety, 100% mutual attraction, uh, joy of discovery yeah, and zero stakes. I think the last thing I usually tell people is that chemically altered states love is a chemically altered state because mm. you're not working with your correct brain but you know yeah. I'll say a bit of weed a bit of alcohol depends on your tipple that chemically is so altered state. I love this so much you know because you know I always say like you know safety and concern first mm-hmm. but all the other things you said are so important and I find that that in my own top partner or my own high flyers that thing you said is so real that whole joy of discovery it's like the day that sometimes you say, oh yeah, great sex, we, we like it when it's rough and we like it when it's this. And sometimes it's slow and that slow just fucking hits, you know? And then when you say no sex as well, and then even the attraction thing, literally, when you know that, when someone enters, it's how I said one time that there's a particular person, if he enters this room now, oh, my vagina is doing like this, you know? And it, it everything you said is is to say correct. And I love that so much. And it just made me so excited. I love it. I love it. I feel like I'm I'm the one that has been lectured today and affirmed and you know that's really great. Yeah, we're we're going overboard with time. Yeah. So we're going to quickly um just go into the tip of the week and then we'll close out. So like sex tip of the week pertaining to the topic or you know, I feel like we've already dropped so many gems, gems today. But, I, but but yeah, just like I, a general tip. I think tip. I can still drop one more. Mm-hmm. And I guess I would say do your Ratchet Fox. You are the Ratchet Dependable Fox early in your sexual yeah, career. Sexual career, yeah. We have a lot less to lose. Yeah. That's why you find a lot of men and women in their 40s and 50s fucking people they should not be fucking mm. because they have not, they have felt yeah. too safe yeah. for too And then by the time you add money and access and I all mean, those things. I mean, there was a time when a lot of all these musicians, you see them, all those young girls would be taking pictures of them and stuff. And you're just yeah. like, why are, you, why are you fucking doing that? But that, this makes so much sense. It actually makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. So that's my do your ratchet do it early. I mean, I never got to do any ratchet folks as far as I'm concerned. Because when I was shouting for unemployed Abuja, I'm gonna tell you, it's I coming. When I was shouting for unemployed Abuja men, to when I was when I was saying I need time, I need time. Unemployed Abuja men come, they didn't come. Okay, I was Elisha because once once anyone says oh, I want to cook for you, and I'm just like get out, you know. But maybe I'll open up one small window just to see what life is like on that side. 
Um, thank you very much. I mean, I don't necessarily think I have any tips to give you guys. I think I love, I love everything that Ed said today and I'm just going to piggyback off because me, I always say it's, you know, safety, consent, all of the things that he said, hashtag everything Ed said today. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you follow, for having me. Follow Ed on Instagram. What's your Instagram? Ed Goth Boy. Follow me, House of Chocolates. And follow the podcast, Space of Swallow Pod. And dressed today like the sex sensei. So. I, mean, I mean, he wore black. <laughs> like, I mean, look at us matching. But um, thank you very much. All right, guys. Bye.